Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast. This is an evaluation podcast looking at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. And we've been talking about it. This is it. This is the one where Jim's going to lose his ever-loving mind today. I'm going to try to stay calm because um, you can probably hear it and probably for the last couple of episodes I've had a little bit of a problem with my voice. Um, that I'm in the process of getting checked out. So let's see what happens. It should be noted that this is around the time that I did take a break from pro wrestling. This was my. This is one of those ones. It was the first time that I watched it, and oh God, what a what a shit show! <laughs> I'm going to warn people right now. If you love the 2016 Royal Rumble match, I'm going to destroy it for you. Because there's so much, Ill, so much that's illogical about it that I don't know how anyone would be able to like defend. I don't know how anyone could defend this. To be honest with you, I have no idea. Right. Uh, so, Bill, what what did you what do you remember about the 2016 Royal Rumble without going too in depth? Right. Well, the big thing was the fact that the WWE title's on the line. And this is the first time it's actually being defended in the mm. Royal Rumble. I think that was the big thing. Right. Um, and then there were rumors that a certain someone may be making their debut that night, which we'll discuss when we get into it. To be fair, Those isn't were... that every year? Yeah, but at least this one, it you know it happened you know mm. unlike other years where it's like oh well um japanese wrestling star guy's gonna come at the royal rumble mm. no or you know or this guy's gonna return no i don't know i feel like there's some of them that probably did come true in the past i mean i don't i'd have to really think back but yeah okay whatever um so my first note here in general, and, and I'm going to say it because it's going to set you up for the, our next section, is what a terrible time to be a wrestling fan. And now the reason this is setting you up is, since I wasn't watching, is that actually true? Let's check out the Roll Call of Champions. All right. So the Roll Call of Champions going into today's Royal Rumble match that we'll discuss the WWE champion is Roman Reigns. The Intercontinental champion is Dean Ambrose. The United States champion is Alberto Del Rio. The tag team champions are The New Day. And the Divas champion is Charlotte. And this is going to be the last little bit of time for the Divas title because it will be gone by WrestleMania. Uh, in Impact, the current Impact champion is Matt Hardy. The tag team champions are the Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. The X Division champion is Trevor Lee. And, uh, the Knockouts champion is Gail Kim. And our favorite renamed championship is... This time, it is the King of the Mountain Championship. 
my least favorite match from the entire company. Its current champion <coughs> is Eric Young. And in Ring of Honor, the current world champion is Jay Lethal. The tag team champions are War Machine. And the world television champion is Roderick Strong. So, I stand by my statement. I this, this does not seem like a great time. I remember I really thought Ring of Honor had really taken a step backwards by having Jay Lethal as their champion. I still do think that. Um, come on, Matt Hardy is the Impact champion, but yeah. and this is before he was broken Matt, really. Yeah. So, like, it's not even the good Matt Hardy. Yeah. All in all, what a terrible time to be a pro wrestling fan. I, I don't know anything exciting going on during this time, if I'm honest with you. Um, based on what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything to add about maybe something else going on during this time leading into it, into the event? Um, well, this is actually the point where with New Japan, they lose four wrestlers that are going to end up in WWE. They lose Shinsuke Nakamura, they lose Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. And then the fourth person we will mention in the first segment of the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So for those that have never watched it, you guys will know. But I think everyone has by now. But, well, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, there's Surprisingly, there's really not a lot as far as the big stories going into the Rumble because the big one is the WWE title. Basically, what happened is Seth Rollins injured his knee at a live house show in uh, on the European tour. Okay. So he has to vacate the title, and they do a tournament to crown a new WWE champion, which Roman Reigns wins the title at Survivor Series. Now, who did who he beat last, just so I can get some context? Dean Ambrose. <clears throat> okay. Then... So it's all revolving around the Shield guys. Great. Okay. Uh, two, two... Well, Rawlings got the one that got injured, so they were like, let's have two Shield guys fight, and the winner is the new champion, the new Shield guy. Right. So then, Sheamus cashes in his Money in the Bank briefcase beats Roman Reigns to become the WWE champion. Okay. Then at TLC, uh, they face each other in a TLC match, which Sheamus wins, and trip or uh, uh, Roman Reigns loses it by beating the shit out of Triple H. Then the next night on Raw... Wait, why is Triple H involved? Because this is during the authority angle. Okay. So the authority is, you know, they're in charge at this point so the next night on raw so wait is triple h wrestling regularly no okay no so the next night on raw vince mcmahon comes back and he makes a match between sheamus and roman reigns if reigns wins he wins the title if sheamus wins roman reigns is fired and on that night roman reigns would win the wwe title 
Right, because at this point, you knew, you probably knew that Rain, there's no way Reigns is going to lose because exactly. he was still being pushed to the moon, from what I can tell here. Yeah. Because the last time I had left, which was like a year before, that's where he pretty much was, even though no one was accepting of him. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the first draw of the new year where Sheamus gets his rematch. Vince is the referee. And they do the typical, oh, Vince is trying to screw the good guy out. Sure. Reigns retains the title, and then Vince is like, you're next. You're, oh, hold on. I should do my Vince voice. Your next title defense will be at the Royal Rumble, where you'll be facing 29 other men in the Royal Rumble match. Okay. And then this is where we get the phrase, all versus one, or one versus all, or all for one, one for all, everybody for themselves. So, okay. So, that's really the big one. I mean, there's a couple others, like the Wyatts have been, they've been going after big guys like Kane and Ryback, and um, Kevin Owens has been on a roll. He's one of the few good spots or few highlights of WWE at this point in time. Because he was Intercontinental Champion, then lost to Ambrose, and he still, you know, he wants his title back. So, mm. uh, other so than that, you, you, so you haven't answered one thing that, and again, this is someone who wasn't watching at this time. So, I'm not saying that you did a bad job because I actually right. understand it a bit more now that you've said it. But you did miss one thing that I would like an explanation on. Okay. So Reigns is in the Rumble. Yes. Did he automatically draw one because he's the champion? The Raw before the Royal Rumble, Vince and Stephanie held a public drawing to determine who would be number one. So one of them pulls out a ball first, and Roman Reigns' name is on it. So then they're like, hold on, hold on, let's draw this again. Just, just, you know, let's just draw this again. And they pull another ball out, and it's Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so they, yeah, they, okay, that's fine. All right, let's get into this event. <clears throat> um, so first off, Reigns defending the title in the Royal Rumble is dumb, because to me now, every Royal Rumble, the title should be on the line. Why wouldn't it be? Big, good point. So right in the first 15 seconds of the show, I already found an illogical problem. Oh, oh, now, you did you watch the interview that Vince and Stephanie have? Oh, they- yeah, because I wrote down, are Vince and Stephanie drunk or, <laughs> or being really flirty with each other? Oh man, that was it, it was a little weird. It, it not a little. It this was, was more incest like than maybe they've ever done in the like ruthless aggression or attitude era. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't know if that was just me though. No, it was it was weird. It was weird. So then JoJo comes, and at one point Vince. Like, he makes himself smaller so JoJo could reach up to him. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Okay. 
Um, so, yeah. So here's my big problem with Roman Joy number one as well. And I think this is going to be the basis of a lot of... Because otherwise I'll just say it every segment. Mm-hmm. Um, his drawing number one, or him having number one, it's very similar to Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. in 2006. And you can listen to that one in the archives. In that, now that I know... Well, obviously it's for different reasons. Rey Mysterio dedicated the Rumble match to Eddie Guerrero. This one gets guaranteed number as number one here. Both I had the same feeling, though, like, oh, you're not going to be in danger then. Mm-hmm. You're going to get there to the end. Pretty much. Did you feel and... that going into it when you were watching this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, Ro- Reigns is going to be number one, and it's like, well, he's got to be there at the end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, part of me wonders if, like, this Rumble match would be way better if, like, the surprise was he wound up being eliminated before the third person even came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's and it's also sort of like a TV show by the name of Gotham. Yeah. So one of my least favorite things on that that I don't think they've really done it on this final season, but on some of the earlier seasons, they did this where they put like the cliffhanger where like one specifically where Bruce Wayne jumps from one building to another. And you're supposed to be like, is Bruce Wayne going to make it? This is a prequel show. If there's one person on this goddamn show that I know is not dying, it's Bruce Wayne slash Batman. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's sort of like, um, and I'm going to go a little off top. Well, no, I'm going to stick with the TV topic. Sure, please. This was almost 10 years ago, now that I'm thinking about it. I believe at one point, BBC, the the channel in England, Mm -hmm. they wanted to do a TV series of the Titanic. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I wonder how that's going to end. Right, like you, when you already have a fair knowledge of what the ending is, it makes the journey really irrelevant in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can only do so much. Now, granted... For my example, for Gotham, they've found ways to really make it around the villains, and that makes it interesting and, like, origin stories, yada, yada, yada. But you don't really get... It's not like this is an origin story thing, this Royal Rumble match. No one... You know, like, it's nothing like that. So, I mean... Ugh. One of my many problems. All right, then we have, apparently, Mark Henry and Jack Swagger qualified? Yeah, um... Well, why don't we... Why don't we mention this part now? Sure. Since, okay, so we have a pre-show match. And this is for the last two spots of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read you... Okay, so you already mentioned the team that yes. won. Oh, Let me uh, see, I just have that they qualified. I don't know if I had that they were a team. Well... I guess I thought they won separate matches for some reason. No. So... Let me read what you a other- shit team! What? <laughs> well, let me read you the other three teams, and you tell me who's if- the shittiest team. 
Well, no, not not who the shittiest team is, but which team should have been in this. Okay, okay. sure, go ahead. We have the Ascension. Uh, who were they again? Victor and Connor. No, but what did they? I, I, I'm having trouble thinking of who. who they're the. Oh, were God. they the the like? They're imitating L. Uh, not LOD. Well, I mean, technically, it is, I guess, right? A little bit of LOD and and kind of, and, and by default, demolition because yeah, demolitions a ripoff of de- no, because demolitions a ripoff of LOD. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Damian Sandow and Darren Young. Did are, were these all real teams? For this, well, the Ascension had to be. The Ascension had to be, obviously. Yeah. Because that's another one that I'm like, that was a team? Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Dudley Boys. Well, the, I think the Dudley Boys should have won. Oh, I know. Like, I watch it, I'm like, well, the Dudley's got to get in this. Because Diva, I don't think, ever been in the Rumble. So, maybe not. Maybe not until that point. Uh, they, they they blew a chance there. Then <laughs> I, had a, I had a Heyman-Stephanie segment. Oh, probably because of, well, I mean, obviously because Brock is in it, but maybe he's like, you know, we'll get Roman out for you tonight. Like the Shawn Michaels thing, like, we'll eliminate Shawn for you, Vince. Okay. Even though we still don't really know why people were all gunning after Shawn Michaels for that one. Well, well, Melina was promising it just to whore herself up to Vince, but you know. Right. Okay, that's an explanation (laughs) for one of them. (laughs) Unless you're going to go by that Mama Benjamin was trying to do that to Vince, too. No, now now Mama Benjamin was a nice nice Christian woman. She would never (laughs) lower herself of that standard to Mr. McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) So then I just have a note. Why would it? Why wouldn't it be defended every year? Which I think I've already asked. Yeah, you did. Um, your announcers are Michael Cole, JBL, and Byron. <laughs> We're ninety second intervals. Yes. So our intervals will be every seven and a half minutes. And then I have managers allowed question mark because I don't know if I really know. Yeah. So even though that is the most inconsistent rule, as we've discussed before, it's even more inconsistent on this episode. It sure is. All right, Bill, let's do it. Let's just get this over with. Let's start it off. So one through five, number one, Roman Reigns, two, Rusev, three, AJ Styles, four, Tyler Breeze, five, Curtis Axel. And I have during this segment eliminated Rusev, Breeze, and Axel. Bill, why don't you start off the conversation? Okay. So my first note for the match is Byron Saxton makes a Pink Floyd reference because... Uh, uh, allegedly, he talked to Roman Reigns, and Roman—I I think Roman Reigns said that he has to be comfortably numb to go through the entire match, okay. and comfortably numb is a Pink Floyd song. So I wonder if Byron does know Pink Floyd. What does he want to be under like anesthesia? Well, I don't. <laughs> what that means. I don't understand. Um, now, this is where your question of if a manager is allowed or not, because Rusev comes out with Lana, and Lana goes to the back for 
some reason. Well, because you would think that they said no managers are allowed at ringside. Exactly. Um, I, I have a mental note, and I'm going to be going to this mental note throughout this match with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns gets eliminated through the middle ropes. Oh, God. I, didn't, I forgot about that. That'd so, be, yeah. yeah. Um, and then this part always irked me still to this day for AJ coming out. So they play the theme and they got the camera on Roman. And it's like, okay, Romans have, okay, this part I understand, you know, having Roman look and see, you know, who it is. But it's like when the fans pop that it's AJ, they don't show like the Titantron or anything. It's just, they just show him walking and then Michael Cole is like, can it be? Can it be? You know, like a little child. Mm. That always irked me because it's like, if you're someone who doesn't know AJ, wouldn't you want to know or at least see the guy's name and be like, okay, who's this guy? And yeah. then, you know. I know, I see what you're saying. I think I was more annoyed that. So even though I wasn't really following wwe i deep remember when i saw this like oh this might be when so apparently and now you could correct me if i'm wrong because this is what like three years ago mm-hmm. so i might be a little off and i think you have more of the more knowledge of this era might know um was this when aj was an asshole and said he's staying with impact wrestling only to then show up at this event no he had just finished working with new japan okay because i know that that maybe it was new japan though that i remember there being when he was leaving impact they were like we have a hit he was supposed to appear on some show for them and then decided not to at like the last minute i forgot who they replaced him with at that point and i felt like it was in like a november slash december slash january period and i thought this might have been it okay so you're saying he's been with New Japan for what, like a couple months at this point? I want to say like two years. Okay. And the con, I, I think like his contract had run out and he just didn't decide to sign or resign. So. Mm. Okay. And then, of course, I put, you know, I forgot how garbage AJ's song is. <laughs> now, you know what? And, and I'm glad you brought up the song. Because I think AJ. No, well, now hold on. AJ mentioned in an interview that that was like that song was originally going to be for James Storm when he was like he had that brief time in NXT. Yeah. And if he had stayed, that was going to be his song. It makes Eve somehow it makes even less sense to go to James Storm, considering James Storm's like the cowboy, mm-hmm. and he even has the look of like a, you know. Texan, so you know Texas kind of right. looking guy. Like this, mm-hmm. that song makes even less sense for James Storm. But then uh, again, I guess I can see. But then again, I'm thinking like it's so generic and like non-descriptive. Maybe, maybe it could have worked for Storm. Because all I'm thinking of is Impact Wrestling James Storm as the Cowboy James Storm. With long necks and rednecks. That's a guy that I definitely cannot see with that song. But I guess 
if they do what they usually do and, you know, kind of strip a guy of their character so they're just generic, then I can see where that might actually fit him. Right. I honestly forgot about the social outcasts, and I'll I'll briefly explain that group to you. Please. Um, So it is basically your lower mid-card, almost jobber-like group of Heath Slater, Bo Dallas, Adam Rose, and Curtis Axel. And they're, you know, they're just not getting on TV. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, wait a minute. We're, you know, we're four guys. We're, you know, friends. And why aren't we on TV? We're outcasts. We're social outcasts. So they're using, like, social media as well into this. Okay. So I think that's how that group comes. And then the quote-unquote story with Curtis is, and this is spoiling a future episode down the line. Sure. The previous Royal Rumble, Curtis Axel was a participant, but he never made it to the match because he got beat up by Mm. um, Rowan. So he has, and this this was a funny story. So it's like he goes on this year-long story of Curtis Axel has not been eliminated from the Royal Rumble for X hundred amount of days, and it's just this continuing, like, very low, very quiet story that Axel, A, never made it into the ring, and B, he was technically never eliminated, Mm. which, if you think about it, is true. Right. Nowadays, someone would just steal your spot. Pretty much. Which we'll get to one day. Um, Although although I do want to say real quick. Yeah, please. Adam Rose takes a nasty bump from the apron. Mm. Like he does a backflip onto the floor. It's nasty. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Also, after AJ came out, I wrote down, there's no way that was 90 seconds. Did you take note of anything like that or no? No. Okay, so maybe that was just me. Maybe I was just still angry that this whole event's happening. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, so oh, I've got, got an important note. Wait, hold on. i got okay, an important yeah. note. The road to WrestleMania begins. Not true. That's what someone said. That the road to WrestleMania begins, and I said, not true. Under this format, that's not the case. Because the road to WrestleMania is cemented with a challenger, and since there is a titles being defended... This is the first time that maybe ever that is absolutely not true. Ooh, good point. I didn't even really, didn't even think of that. Which makes this whole event bullshit, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get into our next group of five: six through ten, six Chris Jericho, seven Kane, eight Goldust, nine Ryback, ten Kofi Kingston. And I have during this segment eliminated no one. Nobody, yeah. I did it again, though. Anyone who listened to the last episode, um, where instead of putting no one, I just have it blank, and I second-guessed myself again. Mm-hmm. Uh, why didn't I hear the clock? You, you, it went. I didn't hear it at all. Otherwise, you know me, I would have shut up. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the format of where you put it by the thing, then. Just so you... Oh, oh okay. All right, so... Um, uh, you go first. Okay. Uh, I honestly forgot Jericho was in this match. Mm-hmm. 
I really did. Um, I forgot he was in it. Even when I saw like the intro package for the entire event, I was like, Jericho's in this match. <laughs> so that you know, that's either a good thing or a bad thing. Sorry, I'm just getting our timer set for. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take over for a bit while you make sure that everything's okay with that. All right. All right. So I have for Jericho that I'm glad to see Chris Jericho in AEW, and everyone should support AEW. And then I have I, God. Sorry. No, I agreed with you. Everyone should support AEW. And then I have fuck off, Gold Dust. I'm so tired of seeing you. <laughs> and then I put AJ Styles would have been great for AEW. Instead, he'll just continue to be a champion and never main event. Um, remember, there was a rumor at one point that he may join up? Yep. So that's what that's based on. You know, it's funny, because uh, I do now, that's what I call podcasting. And under my Goldust th- gold uh, note, I put down, and I'll explain this to everyone in a second. He's the Lenny Kravitz of this show. Oh, no. So for those wondering, now that's what I call podcasting does the, uh, now that's what I call music series on a track by track basis. We discuss it. And at the very beginning, like I would say for the first 10, Lenny Kravitz kept appearing on the Now albums. And the Now series are supposed to be the biggest songs of that particular time period. And I know Lenny Kravitz, he does American Woman, but he kept showing up and I'm like, you, you only have, like, three hits that the casual person would know. Why are you still on these albums? I'm getting that with Goldust. Why are you still coming out? Basically, why are you still relevant? Yeah, I mean, you haven't touched yourself in forever. <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> is the clock fixed, Bill? Yes. It, it, it is. All right. um, Everything about this match is stupid. That's a no. Uh, I okay. I there there are some notes here. I mean, it's it doesn't make sense. Well, they do make sense, but like I notice Kane has a limp walking out. Limping ain't easy. Yep, limping ain't easy. Amen to that. Uh. It sounded like from the fans that nobody likes Ryback at this point anymore. Did anyone really like Ryback at one point? Maybe I tuned out. I don't know. Probably when he like when he first started. You mean NXT Ryback? No, 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 not NXT Ryback. I meant like when he became Ryback. You know, because he was. Okay, uh, I gotcha. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me continue on my everything about this match is stupid line. Go, keep going. Crowd hates the underdog. The storyline makes no sense. Rain doesn't ever feel in danger. Why is not every Rumble match a title match if there's a heel authority figure? Maybe the uh, the champion didn't have the money to pay them off. I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. that That's the only comeback I could have on this one. All right. What else do you have? Um, okay, now, <clears throat> excuse me. When when Kofi comes out, he enters the match, and I'm watching, and I'm thinking to myself, and, and this is no disrespect to Kofi, because I think Kofi should have been in this match. Why wouldn't Big E be in this match? Like, hmm. I, I think he would have fit well, not perfectly, but I think he would have fit well 
for this kind of a match. Right. Because with the social outcasts, Axel's the only guy. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, well, wait a minute. When did the other members of that group want to be in this match? And it's the same with New Day. Wouldn't the other members of New Day want to be in this match? Yeah. I mean, it's for the title. Right. Everyone should want to be in this match. Because, like, and... And I'm going to try not to go, you know, back and forth with the 92 Rumble as much. Okay. Because that's the, that's the I, other I don't, I, I don't know how you can't, though, because it's the, it's the only other time, I believe, that the title's on the line. Well, yeah. But, well, that's where I was going with this. Is, like, like if you're a tag team, like the Nasty Boys. Like, the Nasty Boys and the Rockers were originally both, like, both teams were going to be in it. Then you had the Barbershop incident, which... For storyline purposes, works really well. And then the Nasties were both going to be in it, and then it's only the one member of the Nasty Boys mm. that enters. Right. Yeah, remember because I said why this Nasty Boy made it and the oh. other one didn't. Oh, you know what? I finally figured out why. Oh, okay. And, and I couldn't believe it myself. <laughs> this should be good. So... This is a few weeks before the Rumble. This is this is how this match is going so far, folks. Is how Joe or uh, Jim and I are discussing this. Yeah. They both were in some incident. I, I if I remember the video right, in Peoria, Illinois, where both of them got stabbed. Wow. And because of that, Nobbs was hurt worse of the two. Okay. So, so Sags ends up being okay to be in that match. Nobs is not cleared in time to be in that match. Wow. So because some idiot, well, I'm not, well, I guess we could call him an idiot. I mean, if, yeah, if you're just going around stabbing people, you can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to find the video again and send it to you later. I can't believe there's video for this that actually exists. Because, yeah, it was a news report. Like in Peoria, Illinois. So anyone in Peoria, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you know more, send us the info. Wow. All right. Do you have anything else for this segment? No. Okay. Um, I don't really. Oh, like I said, all I had is a lot of. No, was that the, the clock? That that was the clock. So, so I that's... heard a beep, but I didn't hear a countdown. Well, yeah, we're uh, going back to my phone, folks. Don't worry. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this this is this this makes sense because this Royal Rumble's a wreck anyway. Why shouldn't this <laughs> episode of it be? Okay. Go ahead. Let's go right, to the next I'm, segment. All right. I'm getting this set up, folks. So eleven through yeah, eleven through fifteen. Uh, ah, damn it. Eleven is Titus O'Neil. Twelve R Truth. Thirteen Luke Harper. Fourteen Stardust. And 15, Neville. Or a big show, pardon me. I have during this segment eliminated Goldust, Kingston, Titus, and Ryback. I'll start off the discussion because Bill is apparently trying to fix the clock. Because yeah. that's broken too. Just yes, like this Royal Rumble match. <laughs> okay. Speaking of broken, what the fuck was this? R-Truth sets up a ladder and climbs it. Aww, uh, what the fuck was that? Now what would have been cool is if when he was on top of the ladder, that was the bump to the outside. 
Oh no, that would have been good looking. I, that okay, would have been I'll amazing. I'll give you. God forbid we have something amazing in the 2016 Royal Rumble match. Um, why are the New Day allowed ringside but not Lana? Maybe Lana just didn't want to be out there. Maybe. I don't know. And Now, okay, I have there, because we get our Kofi save for this. Right. And they're parading around the ring, and I'm like, get him in the ring! This is for the title! Get him in the ring! Surprisingly, not the first, not the last time we'll hear that complaint. Exactly. Um, I actually have crowd is into this, probably because of some of the spots here and AJ being there. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we should talk about Roman Reigns' second elimination of the match when he gets pulled through the bottom row. Oh God! <laughs> and and this is for me. I, I'm going to be completely honest, Jim. Watching it back now. To me, this is where the match goes downhill. Okay. Because it's like, it's a three-on-one attack. He gets beat up. And, you know, he gets put through the table. And at this point, it's like, okay, they obviously don't want him to go through the entire match. Right. Because this is a complaint that we haven't, we haven't really touched upon yet at this point in this show Mm. but this is a big one because it's like yeah because this is your champion so you're telling me here that roman reigns can't do a full 60 plus minute royal rumble match oh you're saying like from a out, like an out of character, like that you don't trust him enough that mm-hmm. he can work for sixty minutes. Exactly. Okay, that I didn't. You're right. It's 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 a great point that I didn't um, take into account because I have other things. But you're absolutely right. That's even that shows you even like I, I don't e- I don't even know what else to say about it to be honest with you. Yeah. So can, can I piggyback off of what you said here? Yeah. Okay, so you said McMahon comes out and they get a group to beat up Reigns. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't McMahon tell the group to throw him back in the ring? So, because then basically Roman is set up to be in the end, which you kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do this one yet, but if anyone should know the the problems that this may cause, it's McMahon himself yep. because of the 1999 Royal Rumble. He did with Stone Cold, and Stone Cold, if I'm not mistaken, goes to the hospital, mm-hmm. but is able to come back. So what? Knowing that that you that happened in the past, why wouldn't you either a make a declaration that Roman Reigns has been eliminated? I don't understand. And then the other thing that really get or that got to me on this. Is the commentators, and, and for once, the commentating in this point in time, in this era, I guess you could call it the current era, mm-hmm. it's not really that bad. It's not horrible. It's not, you know, I mean, it, it's I not agree. good. It's not good, but it's not horrible. I agree, and I had wondered to myself, is it because I hate this match so much that I'm not noticing it? Right. And I'm, And this is another thing. I'm like... 
well, wait a minute. Where's the heel commentator defending Vince and what they did? Because JBL would be the heel commentator, and I would think he would be like, oh, Mr. McMahon made a good move here, Michael. He should have done this a long time ago. You know, something like that. And he's like, no, I, I don't condone this. I don't at all. It is weird. Uh, part of me wants to say it's because JBL couldn't relate, couldn't make it relate to sports in some way. <laughs> but I don't know if that's necessarily true because I'm sure he could have. Like, I could see go. This is like when Tom Brady went out on an injury and then he had to go to the hospital and he was taken care of by LeBron James, <laughs> who gave him a who gave him a nice Woody or something and. <laughs> Then they started making out right here at the A-Team Hospital, Michael. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Stardust. More AEW. Watch it. Yeah, and I don't, yeah. mean, I don't mean Cody Rhodes watch it. I mean everyone at home should <laughs> well, be watching. Watch it. He's a part of I it. I mean, I'm just saying I want everyone to support AEW because of – just because it is right. – our only chance left, um, I think. You know, that now that I'm thinking about it, when you were making the JBL sports yeah. reference. Good God, Michael. Um, and I know you're not a sports guy. No. But Jesse Ventura, when he was commentating, and, and I just thought about this, he would use, like, the best sports reference for, like, a heel. Like, if they go outside and, you know, the, like, Gorilla or Vince would be like, Oh, why did he go outside? And Vince or Jesse would be like, "Well, it's a smart move. It's like the quarterback when he doesn't want to get hit, he goes out of bounds." And they're like, "Wow, that's a smart move." Oh my god, I would hate to hear a Ventura JBL team. <laughs> I also have that Luke Harper's in one of my least favorite wrestlers, only because of his name. That's kind of like an inside thing for me. Yes. Fuck Luke Harper. Um, that's pretty much... See, I'm so, like, reserved right now because I don't know if the clock is working or not. We have 30 seconds. Yeah, but the question is, are we actually going to hear the clock this time? We're going to hear the clock. Let's. We'll, we'll see. So in the meantime, I guess I'll talk like I'm JBL for a little bit and talk <laughs> about... My God, remember when R-Truth climbed that ladder? That was just like the Williams sisters, Michael, when they were uh, uh, at the Wimbledon. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All right, did we get it this time? Yeah, I heard it. All right, good. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, JBL, at Wimbledon. Uh, 16 through 20. 16, Neville, 17, Braun Strowman, 18, Kevin Owens, 19, Dean Ambrose, and 20, Sami Zayn. I have during this segment eliminated Kane, Big Show, AJ, and Owens. I'll start the conversation. Pac slash Neville, All Elite Wrestling, everyone support AEW. It's a running theme, I guess, in my notes here. At this point, yes. I probably hated this event so much. I'm like, if there's anything that's going to make you... Is there anything that's going to watch this match? It's going to make you want to support another promotion. <laughs> so, okay, here, here's another thing with Reigns, because I guess this was where, during this segment, is where he he gets on the stretcher. 
the refs won't let him in the ring because he gets up off the stretcher. Mm-hmm. He, but the refs are like, no, no, you, he, you can't go into the ring. So he goes to the back. Now, to me, he's out. To me, that's the referee saying that he can't go on. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of bullshit. This is dumb. It's my next note. Um, okay, I have this note, and this is, again, a production note here, because we finally, at some point in this part, after all the Roman Reigns chaos, we finally see the Kofi Kingston elimination. That's right. Because it's like, Kofi gets eliminated, and I, because I'm like, Wait a minute, where's Kofi? Is he still in the match? And then Michael's like, oh, we got a replay of Kofi being eliminated. Well, well, thanks a freaking lot, you guys. <laughs> Jeez. You don't understand. Reigns is more important. So that the big payoff later is they could put a new star over. Man, see, they didn't do that when Skinner got eliminated. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, I have Z. Well, oh, no, next I have Big Show's botched elimination. It did look botched. It did. It's the botch show. <laughs> he's really big. He's gonna botch. <laughs> uh, what, what, can you chime in on the rain stuff? What else is there to say at this point? I mean, if you're not saying anything, I assume that you're just saying I'm right. No, you are. You no, you are. Okay. You are. Thank you. So, so was... good. No, I was going to say, there's some, going into this, there were some parts that I honestly forgot about. Not the attack I remembered, but I forgot about how bad this is, like how bad looking it is. And I feel so bad for some of these other guys. And like one of my highlights for this match, and there are very few, is when KO eliminates AJ Styles. And it's and he does like the AJ style pose and the fans are booing him mm. and, and it's so good because it's like you know Owens comes from the same basically the same route that AJ did through the independence right so the fans booing him it's like oh yes Kevin you are doing such a magnificent job <laughs> and then when Sammy Zayn comes out and this keeps the fans into this match. It's like they're just fighting, and I'm like, they could just fight forever. Mm. They really could. Because they had a match at Battleground uh, later that year, which I was there for. That is the best wrestling match I've ever seen in person. You mean you went to the most important wrestling event of all time, Battleground 2016? Damn right. <laughs> Who the hell is the main event of that? Oh, it's There's no Battle way it was... of Shield. Oh, my. Still. They, they can't. <laughs> It's oh, I, you know it's amazing me because this is during, again this is during the period that I wasn't really watching. It's amazing how much they relied on the shield. Now that I'm looking back at it, because even remember going into this, how we mentioned the path to get here. Like mm-hmm. they beat a, a shield member had to vacate the title, so so two shield members can fight and one shield member can become the champion. Yeah. What? Okay. But, yeah, Zayn versus Owens was was all right. Like I I. I, I disagree with you in that, in my opinion, Kevin Owens is the 
most, in my opinion, the most, I think the word's regressed Mm -hmm. person to come from the independents. Like, you know, I look at an AJ Styles and I'm like, he's still a good wrestler. He's not still not a good talker. He's pretty much the same. And then, you know, I look at Zayn and I'm like, ah, you know, El Generico was great. But, I mean, he's all right, too. Owens, I don't, to me, is the one that I'm like, oh, he is not good now. Give me um, Kevin Steen back, please. And I've always felt that way for some reason. Um, but but I, I will admit, though, like, as regressed as both of them are, that was something that was pretty interesting about this about this particular match, the Zane Owen stuff. Yeah. Um, do you want to go through the rest of the card? Sure, let's do it. Because we really like, because the Miz is going to infuriate me in the next segment. <laughs> okay, so we already talked about the pre-show match. Yes. So we don't have to go through that again. The rest of the card, Dean Ambrose beats Kevin Owens in a last man standing match to stay Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. The New Day, Big E, and Kofi beat the Usos to stay the Tag Team Champions. Kalisto defeats Alberto Del Rio to win the United States title. That was surprising. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte beats Becky Lynch to stay the Divas Champion. Okay. I mean, there's not much to write home there, to be honest. There, there, there really isn't. Unless, yeah, unless you have something. Uh, so how much do you, how much time's left here? One minute. Alright. You know what, now that I think about it, that last man standing match was, was pretty good. And uh, Ambrose's performance here is pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. And I'll rant about what should have happened later on, but, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just, even at this point, the announcers, I had that. I don't even sense the announcers care at this point. Yeah. There's, there's nothing exciting. Other, really than the, other than the little bit of Owen Zane. Yeah. Um, and, and, and especially, like, and then this next part, I think, is where the decline's going to really get into effect. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the time remaining, do you want to... Oh, oh. Almost dropped the time. I almost dropped our countdown clock, which would have had me build a new countdown clock. Uh, but anyway, built it on the spot. Okay. <laughs> probably uh, twenty-one through twenty-five. Twenty-one Eric Rowan. Twenty-two Mark Henry. Twenty-three Brock Lesnar. Twenty-four Jack Swagger. Twenty-five The Miz. And I have during this segment eliminated Neville, Stardust, Zane, Rowan, Swagger, and Luke. Uh, my first note. Let's let's get to the Miz stuff. So okay. he comes out and he says he calls himself for Welcome to Misney World. I was, I was like, how dare you? Disney is Disney is awesome, and WWE right now is garbage. And you know what? Disney Plus will surpass WWE Network subscribers within two years. That's my prediction. Spoiler alert, Jim is saying, shut up and take my money. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm so upset by that. Um, what else do I have? Crowd's dead at this point until Lesnar comes out. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Bill. 
Miz gets on commentary. Why are the rest not forcing Miz in the ring? The rest actually have a history of, even if the wrestlers don't listen, to tell the wrestlers to get in. <laughs> I, I think they, at this point, do not care about this match. Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> it's like, oh, Miz is out here. Okay, yeah, do, do whatever you want. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> uh, what do you have? Cause if, I because at first, okay, when Miz comes out, I'm like, oh god, poor Miz, he's gonna get killed by Brock, he's gonna get thrown out, and then he goes to the, you know, to the table, and it's like, that's a smart move. I, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at a character perspective. No, I, I no, I agree. And honestly, you know what I feel like should have happened is maybe like an official goes to bother him, and then. Miz, like, punches the official. Right. And then, like, the rest of the officials would be too hesitant to even bother about it. And that would have explained it right there. Yeah. It would have been that easy. By the way, Paul Heyman. Um, out at ringside. Out at ringside. Again, why didn't Lana stay out? <laughs> no comment. Um, I wrote jokingly that we have the Beard of Nations at one point between Luke, Braun, and Eric. I didn't know that Braun was part of the Wyatt family. This was news to me. You know, and this is the thing. I think it's so forgettable that he was in it because of how popular he would become. That, like, this point in time is really forgettable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was very surprised to see this. And and I'll be honest... I thought his Royal Rumble debut was the next year. I really did <laughs> watching it. I'm like, Braun is in this? Holy crap. So let me get your thoughts on uh, on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm glad we're doing this because uh, <laughs> – No, no, I am because we haven't had a chance to talk about this because you and I, we've talked about this off air. Right. Um. When they announced that they were doing or that their show they're gonna let everything from the vault be on Disney's Disney Plus, I was thrilled. I was excited. Mm-hmm. Cause and and I know right away it's not gonna be everything's gonna be put out first day. Well, I, I thought think, they, I thought they did at least confirm movies will be. More than likely, I would think. I, I'm pretty sure I read something about that maybe a couple of weeks ago, I think, or right. or fairly recently. And because my first thought after I, I had to read like two articles to get it confirmed in my mind that this was happening. Mm. So my first thought is, and this is the one that you, this is the one thing you and I we have agreed upon from the very beginning when they first announced this. Does this mean we're going to finally get Song of the South? Yes. Because, and the only reason, folks, the only reason Jim and I are saying this. Because it's their most controversial movie. It, it is. It is very controversial. But we want to see this movie just to see what the controversy is. Right, firsthand. Firsthand. Because... I saw a movie a few years ago called um, The Birth of a Nation. Not not the one that came out a few years ago, but like the one that was like a hundred – it's a hundred plus years old. 
Mm-hmm. It's a silent movie. I wanted to see it because of how controversial it was. We we have two plus minutes, so we're still good on time right. here. Okay. So I wanted to see this. Besides, all that's really happening right now is some guys like mm, it's almost my time. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that's really happening right now. Pretty much. So I'm like, okay, I want to see this. So I watched the movie. It it takes me a little bit of time because it's a long movie. Yeah. I, despite it being very racist in so many ways, because the director, D.W. Griffith, basically he praises the Ku Klux Klan. I really enjoyed the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, if you take out every stereotype racist thing that happens and believe me there's a lot of it the movie is pretty enjoyable to watch yeah does that mean that i'm a racist and i support all that stuff no it doesn't right i just enjoy the movie for it as a movie yeah so you know one thing i was thinking of is because they've been pretty clear about that you know disney plus will be a family-friendly thing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have that stake with Hulu. I'm wondering if something like A Song of the South would wind up on Hulu more than the Disney Plus service. Ooh, that's a good thought. Because I know, like, some of the more adult Disney movies, like the PG-13 stuff, would be put on the Hulu. Right. So, and that then, I can read. And then my other question is, so if you're saying to me every movie is going to be on there, are you also counting things like Cinderella 3 and Little Mermaid 2? Oh, God, I don't ever want to see Little Mermaid 2 again. I, I don't I, know. I thought it was okay. I thought Peter Pan 2 was the one that you didn't like. No, I that was enjoyable because Peter <laughs> Pan would have joined and would have fought the Nazis if it had been my version. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then I'm wondering, like, does it also include, and granted, we record this stuff way ahead of time, so some of these questions might already be answered, but I also want to know, like, when you're saying movies, are you counting, oh, all right, we're going to get to the last five, and then we're going to get back into this conversation, all right. 26 through 30, 26, Alberto Del Rio, 27, Bray Wyatt, 28, Dolph Ziggler, 29, Seamus. I don't even want to say number 30 because I don't want to piss off Jim. Say it. I think it's too late at this point. Number 30, Triple H. All right. And making our way to the final four, uh, we have eliminated Strowman, Lesnar, Miz, Del Rio, Ziggler, Wyatt, and Jericho. I have a lot of things to say about this ending part so let me just finish off by saying with the disney stuff yeah uh what i was saying was do those movies include all the disney channel original movies because some uh, of them are pretty good i i think it might so yeah I that's think... the main thing i want to know and you know i don't care as much as 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 others for like the original programming the only one i'm really like truly invested in is New Lady and the Tramp. Because that's a Disney Plus exclusive. They're right. not releasing that in theaters. So, all right. Let's get back to this rumble. You, you, <laughs> we you, have yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have the same emotion as Del Rio as he's walking to the ring. He is regretting entering this match. <laughs> uh, I have here, 
I'm getting a little tired of seeing Ziggler. Oh, the, here's a highlight. Are you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. I like the guy with the shit emoji in the crowd. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Because <laughs> he has this this pillow of the shit emoji. So I think he, he foresaw what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. What else do you have? Uh... Let's see, what do I have? I still have, um, I have Rain still being in Make Zero Sense before he comes out. Right. Uh, Miz is quiet on commentary for a little bit before he finally enters. Um, I think they... Oh, when, when it's Triple H and Dolph. Mm-hmm. Or not Triple H and Dolph, Triple H and uh, Bray. They hit their finishing move on everybody. And I write... Is there anybody else that you want to hit it on? Right. Go right ahead. Um, actually, there was one note earlier that we didn't get a chance to because sure. we were pissed off. Uh, Titus O'Neil won a Father of the Year award. It was mentioned <laughs> during the match. What? It's fucking January. Why are you mentioning this now? Father's Day is in June. Uh, I don't. I don't even. Remember oh, Father! I'm sorry, Father of the Year. I'm, I don't know why. I, I, I put that right to Father's Day. So, wait, so who named him it? Who's his son? <laughs> oh, hold on. See, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> oh, he won the... It, okay, this is for 2015, so this would uh, make sense. That makes sense, sure. The Mega Dad Award oh, for Celebrity Dad of the Year. Oh, for fuck's sake! Was were 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 they? I'm sorry. Were there a lot of deadbeats, da, deadbeat dads that year? For celebrities, baby. I have a hard hard time believing that Titus O'Neil was the best. If anything, oh my god, I'm so upset this, by this now. But it's for celebrities, though. Yeah, that makes it even worse. You know why? Because celebrities what they like let's say let's take will smith for example he'll do a movie and then like he gets to hang out with his family until the next project that more than likely he decides on what he's going to take fucking wrestlers see their their families like what total of three weeks of the entire year maybe see so how can titus o'neill possibly have the father of the year uh he's never there I think he, I, I, I thought he brought his kids with him. That's what, what on the road? Yes. <laughs> they don't have school? They probably get, you know, the, the homes, well, not homeschooling. But I was going to say, because there's no home if you're constantly moving. It, 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 it would be a form, no, what, what the hell am I going with this? I have no idea. I have no idea at this point. Um. Well, he has two sons, so... But that's all they really know. So who gave this award? Um. Oh, damn it! I just had that up to go to your history uh, and find out. Yeah. <laughs> While you do that, let me uh, t- talk about Triple H. So Triple H is so paranoid about being cheered, he put himself in a position where he wouldn't be booed. Then there's a standoff between Triple H and Roman Reigns. You remember this? Mm-hmm. And then Triple H says, I'm fucking going over. Yep. And then I put, where's Sheamus? If Ro- Roman can come back, 
Soak and Seamus, and they say, good, there he is, because as I wrote that, he came back. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't McMahon back out here? I have no idea. Uh, did you find what you were looking for? Yeah, it's from a website called everythingfordads.com. Oh, boy, that's the most well-known dad site out there. And it's started by a guy named Jib, who's a father of seven. Oof, that's, that's, that's a tough one right there. I mean, uh, I'm not going to say anything bad about that. It's, it's tough. Can I ask, what, can I ask who, uh, who else was in the running? Oh, God. Um, I'd love to know that. Yeah, I I would too, honestly. Um, let me let me see if I can pull up the nominees. Because then, like, even if you're looking at sports players, at least they have off seasons, so they can spend time with their kids on the off season. I just have a really I'm not even picking on Titus O'Neil. I just have a really hard time believing a pro wrestler that sees their family three weeks out of the entire year is named Father of the Year. Sorry. Maybe if it was, like, Brock Lesnar, I'd kind of understand it, because he only appears, like, four times. He's, like, a seasonal wrestler. He only appears four times in the year. Oh, let me get that. I don't want to play commercials here, because we have to probably pay for that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I also have Triple H Pedigree's Dolph Ziggler, because he's got to get that shovel out. Mm. And the best. (laughs) Um, okay here we go Vin Diesel Ashton Kutcher David Beckham and Titus O'Neil oh my god like Titus O'Neil's the oddball out in that whole group I would give it to the other ones easily over Titus O'Neil you would give it to Vin Diesel yes because he sees his kids more I I don't I'm I wouldn't have given it to Kutcher. I'll say that much. Maybe Beckham. All right. I, I probably would have given it to Beckham. Um, um, you know what? I, you know what? I will admit this though. Even though it's bullshit, the Titus won that award. <laughs> it is a more legitimate system than getting into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, what are your thoughts on this Triple H bullshit? Oh man, it's it's bad. It's just bad. Do you have anything else to add before we go to the final four? So I wrote that somebody celebrated too soon. I think for an elimination, but I don't remember who at this point now. Hmm. All right. That it? Yeah, that's really it. All right, let's go to final four. Final four are Ambrose versus Triple H versus Sheamus versus Reigns. Reigns eliminates Ambrose. Triple H eliminates Reigns, because God forbid, give give a current star a rub. And then Triple H eliminates Ambrose and buries the roster, much like he did in 2011 when talking about a broom. All right. Now, I had here that we're guaranteed a new champ at this point, obviously. And then the fans are into it because I think they realize, besides Rowan being eliminated, Dean Ambrose could be a double champion. Mm -hmm. But then I wrote that the ending was very anticlimactic. Very. Now, okay, now I will say this, because I did read this um, after the event had happened. So 
obviously Triple H was supposed to eliminate Reigns. However, the final two was supposed to be Triple H and Reigns instead of Ambrose and Triple H. Really? The reason for that is because of the reaction that Reigns got when he first came out. And Vince was like, well, we can't have him go to the end now. We got to eliminate him. Then why? Oh, my God. Okay. Which doesn't make sense because why wouldn't you have him eliminated at that spot when he got beat up? Yes. Then you could have had a split storyline of, hey, we're going to have a new champion now. But who's it going to be? Right. So not knowing that, I there was part of me like because we talked about how Ambrose did such a great job in this, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I was like before any of these the before the final four eliminated each other, I was sitting there I was like, I know this doesn't happen, but how great would it be? Like imagine this, Ambrose through everything, he goes, he's like he charges up and he goes because Triple H is like. Um, you know, so he, he's stumbling because he's he's tired, and Ambrose is like, I'm going to give Triple H the final blow. He goes off the ropes to go for the clothesline, Triple H. Triple H ducks and instead hits Roman. Mm-hmm. Roman goes over the top rope, and it was an accident. Right. And then Triple H, you know, then fights Ambrose or whatnot, and you know, right, Reigns is pissed, and Ambrose is like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean, you know, I didn't mean to. It wasn't supposed to be like this." Uh, and then eventually, you know, Ambrose wins, mm-hmm. and Reigns is pissed because he comes in, but he shakes his hand. And a few weeks later, they're like, "Oh, let's let bygones be bygones, and let's team up," and it leads into Roman Reigns. Turning on Ambrose because he never forgot what happened at Royal Rumble. And it leads you into Ambrose versus Reigns at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. How is that not better than what happened here? Exactly. Because I'll tell you what. It's got to be me. That main event would have been a hell of a lot better than the one that we ended up getting. I don't even know what it was. Which it was for Agent Roman Reigns. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right. How do they even? Uh, wait, let, let, let's not there yet. Let's finish off here. Yeah, yeah. Because there's other. Oh I, my god, I can't. Worse. You do somehow made this this show worse for me. <laughs> and it's not. I mean, not you in person, right. obviously. So then we get Vince and Stephanie celebrating with Hunter, and who needs progress when it can feel like the year two thousand again? Okay, now there is one thing during this match. Yeah. To go off of Triple H for a minute. We're 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 gonna bury him for a minute. Uh, about time someone did. Thank you. No one's done that since the WrestleMania twelve. Brock Lesnar getting eliminated by the Wyatts. That felt so weird on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Cause it looked like right there it was gonna lead to Bray and Brock at WrestleMania? Is that what you got? That Watching it, that was my first thought. Was like, what did Brock do at WrestleMania? Because I don't know. He fought Dean Ambrose. <laughs> oh my god, okay. 
the, 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 that to be, and, and I'm not defending WWE. No, here. sure, sure, go ahead. You know, because I'm not Rowdy Ross. But <laughs> to be fair, their roster at this point is pretty banged up. Mm-hmm. Rollins is injured. Cena is injured. Orton is injured. Some of the guys that are currently on the roster are still on NXT. So they're missing a bunch of big spots here and there. <clears throat> so, but the I, my thinking of it maybe being Bray and Brock at a WrestleMania is a little n- uncomforting. Mm. Uh, of course, yeah. So basically, so that's how, so okay, it makes a little more sense to me now. Because mm-hmm. that's how Hunter weaseled his way into the championship. Mm-hmm. Is he was probably like, all these guys are injured. Oh, what are you going to do? Put this guy there? Huh? What about me? Uh, <laughs> I can do it. I am the game. And I will really main event WrestleMania. Because <laughs> I'm that damn good. And besides, you have no one else anyway. Pretty much. <laughs> Which is dumb because the answer would have been, great, we'll just push one of our current stars. Right. And give them a major push and hopefully make a... I'm not, I still think, like, after what, the main thing I got from this Rumble is, like, it should be Ambrose. Oh. Even though I'm not an Ambrose fan, per se. Mm-hmm. I think you and I could have come up with many different ways to have had this end and who yeah. would have won. Right. Because obviously they're trying to push Reigns as Stone Cold or John Cena here with the defying the authority and one versus all and all that wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Um. I think what else did I want to say? So I mean, like, so all right, let's get to. It's really weird doing an aftermath because tip again, this isn't a traditional road to WrestleMania, as we mentioned earlier. Right. Okay, so Triple H would go on to defend the WWE title. Now, did, would... now well, well, let me ask you this: Did he have a clear path? Did he not fight between uh, ah. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? Very good. Or did he have to make sure he main evented something else before that? He, he had he had a title defense against Dean Ambrose. Okay. On a WWE Network special, which was called that? Roadblock. What does that mean? Well, okay, it wasn't a pay per view. It wasn't like No Way Out or Elimination Chamber. It was basically like they took a house show. And they turned it into a, oh, we're going to air this special live on the WWE Network. And we're going to have Triple H in the main event. That's weird. All right. So he faces Ambrose. Triple H retains the title. Sure. Roman Reigns, how he gets there. He gets put in a triple threat match at Fastlane between Dean Ambrose. See, this is becoming the Dean Ambrose show here. And Brock Lesnar. Okay. Reigns wins the triple threat match, and he has a clear path to WrestleMania. Okay. I mean, so really, it's more Reigns has the clearer path 
than Hunter does. Yes. So, and then at the end, who won? Razor or Hunter? Reigns did. Okay. And it was the main event. Well, of course. I guarantee you it had the longest time of the event, match-wise. Because if you've noticed, that's Triple H's thing. I don't know. That's, let me check that. That's yeah. a question. I don't know if it was the longest. I gotta match. have the most time. It, it's all about me. It was the second longest. Oh, wow. That's surprising. By how long? It's three minutes silly. shorter. Okay. <laughs> if you said 15 seconds, I'd be like, oh, God, that means someone got an earful from Hunter being like, you didn't tell me the right time. <laughs> um, Bret Hart. Bret Hart had a comment about this Royal Rumble. Did he really? Oh, yes. please. If he buries Hunter, he. I mean, I already think he's a sellout, but like. This might be a little redeeming. I don't know what he's going to say. I'm kind of excited, but kind of nervous. Go ahead. Bret Hart gave a strongly negative appraisal of the show. Yes. Ranking the Rumble match as one of the least exciting in history and the overall event as perhaps the worst Royal Rumble. Hmm. Hart said about Triple H winning the championship... I didn't like the decision that Triple H, surprise, put the belt on himself again. <laughs> it just showed a real lack of imagination, if you ask me. Hell yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He's still a sellout, but he's right. Yeah. So, to answer your question, Jim, from the last episode, it is not one versus all. It is two versus all. Because mm, okay. I thought – because yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest – the beginning I thought was good. Like the first ten um, almost to the middle. Mm. Almost to the middle. When Roman Reigns gets eliminated the second time underneath the bottom rope, because <laughs> Roman Reigns has achieved the triple crown of eliminations through the middle, under the bottom, over the top, and he gets beat up, that's where the match just dies for me. Yeah. It never recovers. So, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to let. I'm going to see if you agree or disagree. And if you disagree, I want to know what your answer is. Okay. Now, last episode we did the 2001 Royal Rumble. Yes. And we had discussed like the winner was Austin, and we were like, "This is such a clean path to WrestleMania." Is this the messiest path? This, I think, is the messiest event that we've done in terms of take away my hatred for Triple H, take away other people's hatred for Roman Reigns, just as an illogical, again, we're an evaluation podcast, an illogical turn after turn that they present where nothing makes sense and and also everything is seems kind of inconsistent. Is it the worst as far as that goes? Ooh. And like the, I said, I'm asking you to say keep 2001 in mind because look how clean that was. We didn't oh, have it like. Oh, it's very clean. It's very clean. Oh, one is. We didn't have like 
quite the only uh, the only thing I think we questioned on was like why certain people ran out before the clock timer um mm-hmm. was ready to go. I think the only other one that, that of of the ones that we reviewed mm-hmm. that is the messiest is 2000. Okay. Cuz it's Rock wins, then Big Show, you know, Big Show's like, I never got eliminated, I won. And then it's the McMahons get involved, and then Rock loses the title shot, then Rock gets the title shot back, then they have the title match, and then Foley gets put in, and it's like everybody gets a title. I I think that one might be a little bit more messier than this one, but not by much. I, I see where you're coming from. I, I can I can see that. Cause cause at least like okay, another one that I want to bring up, I mean it's not messy, it but it's not clean as well, is the Benoit win. Okay. Because Benoit wins, he chooses his opponent, but then Sean gets put in because mm-hmm. he signs but he signs the contract and at least there's a you know it's a reason. It's a legit reason like well, Sean's name's on the contract. We can't take him off legally, so right. At least that made sense. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but what about let me? Well, because there's that's one way to look at what I said for my question. But I guess the other part of it, the the other way to look at it is the illogical points in the Royal Rumble match itself. Oh, oh, yeah. By far, this is the messiest. Yeah. On that perspective, this is the messiest. Yes. Okay. All right, Bill. So unless you have anything else to add, um, we're going to do the wheel, I guess. Let me get set up here. Um, You know what? I'm, I'm going to say something here. Yeah, please. Go ahead, I, don't know, I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not. Well, maybe you may agree with me on this. I'm not sure. I think to this point, this might be the worst Rumble match we've seen so far. That is a great question I have been pondering for a couple of days now. And I'll be honest with you, I don't have an answer for me. I have to have more time because the reason – I'll tell you why. Because I've already made known that 2012 was my least favorite Royal Rumble that we've done so far. Yeah. The thing that makes the difference here to me and why I can't just give it to this one – because I'm 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 being unbiased here when I'm mm. looking at these things because it's an evaluation podcast. Right. People were down with AJ. People oh, yeah. got a pop from Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that moment in 2012 that I don't believe really had that. Right. But okay. on the same time, everything else is terrible. So mm-hmm. I, it's really a, a, and also. For 2012, they didn't main event at all. They were the opening match. Oh, you know what? You're right. Now, this one, granted, you can't really... It doesn't really matter what the match is because it's a different format. Mm-hmm. But the fact that... I mean, no one's true. The fact that the nose was the final match at WrestleMania... Like, okay, so we won the Rumble, he was the final match. Not like, I doubted the man, you know, fucking mm-hmm. going over. Um, um, 
It's, it's hard. I, I need more time. And maybe next episode I'll actually make a decision on that one. I, if, if it's not the worst, I might put it at number two. Oh, it's, I think it's definitely two if it's not the worst. Yeah. 100%. And you already know my other one that's tied oh. to the Connect 2. Oh, God. Because you said 12. Um, was Shit, I can't even remember it. Yeah, was, which one? The, the other one that you had put in. This one, the... Oh, this one. Okay, you said this. The, in the, either this one or 2012, or 2012. Okay. is is the worst one for me. Okay. All right. I just need extra time to think about that. Right. Okay. So, now that we're done with that event, mm. we're going to spin the wheel. We have four spins. We'll divide it up. You'll go first, then me, then you, then me. Uh, two choices each. Or no, three, I'm sorry. This might be... Possibly, I'm not sure. The last wheel spin that has no spin-offs. Because we're starting to get into the territory where we're going to need to incorporate some spin-offs. Mm-hmm. Which we'll probably get to more when that time comes. Right. Um, but I'm just saying, so this is... We're going to do four, and one of them, to celebrate our 21st episode, is going to be a watch-along. So it won't be under the traditional format. Right. We are not making the call right now on which one of the four that we're going to pick are the watch-along. Right. That will come at a later date. Plus, episode 21 is not the next episode, so you'll know bef- before, you know, the case. We, we got a ways to go, folks. Yeah. All right, here we go. Bill, you'll go first here. Here's our first spin. All right. So the first one, you're either choosing 2008 versus 2009. (laughs) What a wide variety. (laughs) Um, Wow, that really narrows it down a bunch. I'm... Gonna... Look, look, real, real question. Don't look anything up. Do you remember anything from either of these two? Oh, 08 I do. Okay, okay. All right, which one are you choosing? I'm going 08. All right. Okay, so that doesn't mean that we're not doing 09. That'll come eventually. Yes, uh, it now. will have happened eventually. All right. So what do we get for Jim here? So we got 2002 for me. Versus two thousand seventeen. Mm. Okay. All right. So I mean, the, we we just did two thousand sixteen. So I'll do two thousand seventeen as the next one. All right. I mean, it can't be any worse than this one, right, guys? Right. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen two thousand seventeen. So it's another new one. That might be the watch along. All right, Bill, here's your next one. Okay. I was sort of hoping it would land on 2003 for you. <laughs> 1996. 1996 versus... 2000... There you go. That's now that's variety right there. 2019 men's. Ooh. Oh, 
God. That would be the most recent show that we've done. Yeah, this would. And you know what? I think we're going to take that one. All right. Very good. And then the last one for me. Two thousand eighteen men's. Okay. I'll laugh if it winds up being two thousand eighteen women's. <laughs> I mean, there's not that many left on here. There's actually a fairly good chance. Yeah. No, it's two thousand five. And I'm gonna go with two thousand eighteen men. So we'll have two of the men's only as part of this. All right. And like I said, so once again, the recap here is. Our lineup, and this is not necessarily in order, 2008, 2017, and 2018 and 2019 Men's Royal Rumble. So there we go. We have our order for the next couple. Bill, why don't you head us out of here? All right. Uh, If you guys have any questions or comments, send us an email, eliminated3088 at gmail.com. That is eliminated. 3088 at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which pops up each and every week. Hope you guys survived this episode. <laughs> Not enjoyed, but survived. And until then, the 2016 Royal Rumble has mercifully been eliminated.